0: the fantasy playoffs are here and there's really only one way to continue to improve your team outside of just getting lucky with injuries and matchups at this point the waiver wire is still a valuable resource for you so in this video we'll discuss the most important players for the fantasy playoffs that you should add and one of these guys is available in 98 percent of leagues now we'll begin in the kansas city backfield where isaiah pacheco missed this past week and he's expected to miss at least another week maybe even two so these guys Clyde edwards Lair and Jerick mckinnon yeah they're going to be valuable ads now with pacheco on the shelf he has a short shoulder injury this past week we saw the lead back in this backfield be Clyde Edwards-Helaire. and now this is what they told us before the game but here is what we saw we saw him see 13 total touches he was highly efficient in this one on those 13 touches had nearly 70 yards over five yards per touch and he played the majority of the snaps in the backfield at 48 percent and you can see that running back usage right here on Fantasy Life this is our official data partner it is completely free to look at all these metrics it's unbelievable you can check it out down below you can see Clyde Edwards-Helaire 48% of the snaps in a very strong 65% of the rush attempts and McKinnon 45% of the snaps now this looks like kind of a split backfield but it's very skewed based on McKinnon's usage because McKinnon saw more than half of his snaps nearly 60% in the two minute offense so he was just on the field they're just so happy that the Chiefs had the ball in the last two minutes of each of the halves and it also just so happened that they were trailing so they were forced to throw more McKinnon was on the field as the primary passing down back which makes him a good add because we can see that he's the passing down back in a, in a Mahomes offense and look he was pretty efficient seven touches that's not great but seven touches averaged over five yards per touch on the total yardage count here and he found the end zone the end zone touchdown run in the red zone was very nice as well but when i'm choosing between these two guys at least for right now i want Clyde erbert i don't think he's as efficient as jarek mckinnon but we just saw him see the va- far majority of the carries and in future weeks like next week against the patriots he's going to probably play from ahead but as i mentioned you still want to be stashing mckinnon if Clyde erbert is not available in your league because look at this just a year ago he was the most efficient running back in football number one in yards created per touch number four in in yards per touch in general and was a top five fantasy back the final month of the season. I mentioned the matchup next week for Kansas City against the Patriots. That's probably a spot where they're going to be 10 point favorites even on the road. A really nice matchups after that against the Raiders, the Bengals and the Chargers. They're probably going to be touchdown favorites or better in all of these games, which benefits Clatterbridge-Hilaire as the primary rushing back in this backfield. So that's the way that I would choose the pecking order there. CEH, then McKinnon. Now let's go to another backfield that's got a couple of guys involved. And that backfield is in Chicago where Deontay Foreman returned from injuries this past week and there was a lot of questions will he be involved at all he saw 24 percent of the snaps the week before his injury well he was the guy because we've talked about the Chicago backfield this Bears backfield the entire year and like every week it's changing that continued in week 14 when Foreman came back and saw 56 percent of the snaps basically the same usage he was getting before Khalil Herbert returned from injury a couple weeks back when he was sharing the backfield with Roshan Johnson we saw Foreman back to his primary workhorse role in this backfield he led the Bears backs with 13 touches for a very solid 72 two yards remained efficient and here's the thing this was the first time since week one where all three of these bears running backs were healthy in a game and it was foreman who was seeing the commanding usage now it is worth pointing out this was also a game where they led by multiple scores for most of the time that's maybe not going to happen in every game moving forward as a somewhat inconsistent offense which is where you can see herbert and roshan get more usage now foreman had those 13 touches the other bears running backs combined for just four and moving forward there's going to be some games where the game should be close this cardinals game this falcons game those should be close a nice match for running backs against the Packers and also a decent matchup against the Browns defense that has been struggling due to injury. So last week we said, yeah, you should be picking up Roshan Johnson because he just played 75% of the snaps, stash him and just see what happens. Now, well, it's a whole different story now that all the guys are healthy. That's no longer the case and Foreman's the guy to look at. Now let's move to a different backfield where a rookie continues to stand out for the second straight week in terms of his usage and that's Chase Brown, who's available in 80% of leagues. Look, in week 13, we got to see him play just 15% of the snaps, but he actually pushed the backfield touches here. We saw nine carries the most for a backup behind mix in this season and his usage only improved heading into week 14 you can see his snap counts on fantasy life our official data partner right here go from 15 percent to 30 percent so they double in the production increases with it and it increases in a major way 11 touches so the touches increase 105 total yards he had a big receiving touchdown of 50 plus yards finds the end zone look this is exactly what this guy was coming out of college he was a productive extremely athletic running back this is the player profiler workout metrics everything the closer to 100th percentile you are the better it's the more rare of an athlete you are everything here his 40 yard dash his burst and his bench press they're all pushing that 90 plus percentile top 10 percent at each category meaning he has the rare combination of the strength speed, and burst. This is what helped him put up 100 yards and a touchdown in week 14, and it helped him his final year of college, as you can see right here at Illinois, 1,600-plus rushing yards, over 200 receiving yards. He had nearly 1,900 total yards his final year of college, and that included over 100-plus yards in 10 out of his last 12 games. Look, this is a productive back. He's still behind Mixon, but it's just showing how much of a valuable handcuff he is. And heck, even next week, if you're in one of these deeper leagues with multiple flex spots, he starts to become a guy where you can look and say he's now averaged over 10 touches the past two games, against Minnesota at home as the Bengals push for the playoffs, you can maybe see eight to 12 touches and that becomes a flex option. So Chase Brown is appealing, but a guy who's not going to be a flex option, he's just going to be a flat out starter for you in that same matchup Bengals and Vikings is this next RB. And that is Ty Chandler who instantly becomes a top 30 running back assuming Alexander Madison is out. And I mentioned Madison being out because he got injured last week. He hurt his ankle. And as you can see from Sports MD analysis on Twitter, somebody that we value his opinion highly, he said that the video suggests a high ankle, meaning a three week recovery. Meaning that he's probably going to be out the rest of the season for fantasy purposes. But again, we have to get this verified. This is just based on looking at the video. Now, if that was to happen, Ty Chandler would take over as the primary back like he did this past week when Madison left the game. And what we saw was Madison seeing a season high 15 touches. Now, he wasn't all that efficient, just 42 total yards here. But we've seen him be efficient and effective basically every other game of his career because that's exactly what this guy is. He was the most efficient running back last year in the preseason and this past year in the preseason. When he gets good usage, he produces. And part of that reason is just his overall explosiveness he has a lot of bursts and he has top 10 percentile speed of all time this helped him put up over a thousand yards his final year of college and it also helped him put up 110 total yards just a few weeks ago the last time that he saw an increased role now a reminder it's not 100 clear as i record this if madison will miss time but if he does very beneficial matchups coming up against the Bengals this week and then the packers in a few weeks from now in the fantasy playoffs for ty chandler so look to add him and also if you are not yet already 65 percent of people who watch these videos are not subscribed it takes two seconds some people just don't know that they're not. And we are so, so close. Less than 2,000 subscribers away from 100,000. I've been putting this work in for like seven years. That's a big goal of mine. So I appreciate all of you if you can help me get there. Now let's get back to the waiver ads and we'll look at the tight end position. And it's Isaiah Likely who is coming out of the bye week and he's still available in over 60% of leagues. And he just had his breakout game of the year. We got to see Likely put up a 19 point performance on seven targets, five catches, 83 yards and a touchdown. Now he had a big 50 plus yard catch because he was basically left wide open. But those things are going to happen, especially when you're on the field more and you're an athletic pass catcher going out for deep passes downfield and he's only gonna have the chance to continue this success because lamar jackson and the passing offense look fantastic and mark andrews isn't coming back and not to mention likely is going to have one of the best matchups you can find for a tight end on the road against the jaguars next week who give up the seventh most points to opposing tight ends and that seventh most points is only going up because this past week they gave up a massive performance to david Njoku. on eight targets this guy puts up two touchdowns and 91 yards and this is with joe flacco as his quarterback so fantasy managers in all leagues that need a tight end which is most people out there area. You can consider streaming and starting likely. And the same could be said for his teammate Odell Beckham Jr. Since going on the bye week, a lot of people dropped Odell to pick up somebody else and Odell is also available in about 60% of leagues. And this is no surprise because for the most part this year, he hasn't been all that consistent. A lot of up and down performances and he had a couple of good weeks before the bye week. Three straight games of 10 plus points despite playing injured. It was getting people interested in him, but then he went on the bye. It has been a frustrating year for Odell after signing a big contract. A lot of people drafted him a little bit higher. His name value also for that. He's an old, players so there were some concerns and if you look at his receiving yards to start the year only twice this season if you go through this receiving yards of over 50 yards it's in the 30s it's in the 30s at 49 just missed 56 that 116 yard game we saw a couple weeks back but for the most part he's not producing massive games out here but coming out of the bye week he said in interviews that his shoulder that he injured about a month ago now is feeling a lot better and this seemed to be the case after he put up 97 yards in a touchdown his third time over 50 yards his second best yardage game on the year and he saw a massive target targets in this one against his former team the rams so he only continues to trend up as he gets healthier and there's no mark andrews out there and now here's what he's done in the last five games in total odell has had 343 yards three touchdowns and averaged 13.4 fantasy points per game and like his teammate isaiah likely we talked about earlier odell is going to have a juicy matchup on the road against the jaguars secondary this week so those are a few players from the ravens that we got to see out of the bye week and performing healthier in week 14 now here's a guy in week 15 who fits a similar mold and that's antonio gibson who's dealt with small injuries during the year he should be healthy coming out of the bye but he should also and maybe even expect it to see a larger role and that's because right before the bye week we saw brian robinson leave the game with a hamstring injury and hamstring injuries on average at the low end are going to take you two weeks to come back from as a running back who needs to cut and rely on explosiveness to be a productive back like robinson yeah it's probably going to be closer to a three or four week injury but we'll monitor this and now if that's the case and the reports are true about this robinson hamstring injury and he's going to miss maybe another week or two well then antonio gibson starts to become a starter obviously in real life he'll be a starter but we're talking from a fantasy perspective when the last time we saw him 72 yards led the entire team in offense that week against miami on 14 touches a season high and he had five targets that's important because he now has four or more targets in five straight games he has multiple outs to his game on the ground and in the receiving department now you know what you're getting from antonio gibson you're getting a guy who can catch passes and he has a lot of burst and upside this is a former wide receiver after all during his time in college spent some time as a receiver sometime as a running back and he has elite speed 99th percentile speed one of the fastest players at his size around 230 pounds in the entire league so gibson is an interesting ad and now this next guy we're going to talk about is available in 98 percent of leagues meaning highly likely he's out there in your league and now he might help you win a fantasy championship but before we get there i have to let you know about the sponsor of the program it's prize picks we've been partnering with them for three years or more at this point and it is a very simple game you can check it out right here for example tajay spears receiving yards for monday night football as i record this are set at 14 and a half yards if you like the more there you just take the more pair it up with something else and bada bing bada bang you put your football knowledge to the test to maybe win some real dollars it is a fantasy game where you just take the more or less on player stats for a bunch of different sports basically all of them out there for a bunch of different statistics you can check it out link down below and our partners at price Picks are giving you if you're a new user, a free bet up to hundred bucks. So if you put in 20, you get 20 right back, all the way up to a hundred dollar rooskies. So just scan that QR code on the screen or click the link in the description below to sign up for price picks and take advantage of that offer that thousands of other people are currently using. Now back to the video where we're gonna be talking about that guy available in ninety-eight percent of leagues. It is Zamir White. He is a Raiders running back, a rookie from last year, fourth round pick. And now here's why you want him. This one's pretty straightforward and simple. Josh Jacobs left the game with an injury, and as you can see from sports MD analysis, they're saying that there's a chance that it's going. Going to be a contusion some sort of contusion overall and if that's the case it's looking like maybe he can return in week 15 maybe best case is week 15 to 16 and the reason why it's a 15 to 16 timeline is because the raiders play on thursday night football this is a quick turnaround right now for josh jacobs and if he's not able to play zamir white profiles out as the early down back to maybe see these 20 touch games that new head coach antonio pierce has been forcing into the offense overall there will be two running backs in this backfield amir abdullah is an older running back but he's more let's say of a dynamic guy in the passing attack so if they fall behind in that game you can see him throwing a little bit more although the game should be close with the chargers zamir white's the guy who profiles out to be the guy getting 15 carries and we can see what he does with that 15 plus carries even. if you're not familiar with zamir white he's a second year player out of georgia he had a couple of knee surgeries in college so he never had one of those massive years because of that but what he does have is very good burst and elite speed elite home run hitting speed and when this guy actually has been healthy in his games in college when you look at the film he's somebody who can break tackles and, and maybe even give you a little bit more than a Josh Jacobs in terms of what the speed and upside gives you from that sense, hitting home runs. Now, don't get it twisted or anything. I think Josh Jacobs at this point in their careers is the more talented running back. He could do a lot of different things, but in terms of the speed and upside of hitting that home run, Zamir White has more of it. So White is somebody you should add available in 98% of leagues, and so is Noah Brown. Noah Brown is still available in over 60% of leagues, and after this week, it's only getting better for him. Now, you might be saying, Sal, Noah Brown didn't do anything this past week. How is it getting better for him? And your point would be absolutely true. Noah Brown had zero catches this past week, but he did have five targets, a 19% target share, and he continues to be out there a ton. You can see in his two games since returning from injury, he's seen 86% of the snaps and 79% of the snaps. That 19% target share in Fantasy Life, you can see right here, that's impressive. And now here is the thing. Tank Dell is already out for the season, and last week, Nico Collins left and did not return, and there's a chance that he's gonna miss some time or maybe even be out for the season, which would set up Noah Brown as a potential wide receiver one for CJ Stroud in this offense. And let me remind you the last time that he actually got to see decent targets Target shares and see a lot more targets when nico collins was out what did he do oh he put up 153 yards ah, i was just a blimp it was only one thing that he didn't know the next week 172 yards during those weeks he was the wide receiver three and wide receiver six without nico collins now nico collins might be out and Tank Dell might be out and oh yeah dalton schultz might continue to be out as he's missed the last two games which basically would leave the wide receiver room as a 31 plus year old robert woods who has struggled to produce this year john mechie who they don't seem to trust all that much noah brown who has had big games and then xavier hutchinson so i want noah brown here and also in deeper leagues i do think xavier hutchinson who was a finalist for the best wide receiver in college football last year i do think he's an interesting rookie to at least be adding if indeed noah brown's gonna miss time and speaking of interesting rookies that you can add at this point in the season let's talk about this next receiver and that may Name is Jonathan Mingo from the Carolina Panthers because look, I know their offense has been absolutely terrible, but Jonathan Mingle continues to earn volume, and that's something to look at if you need a receiver in deeper leagues. Now, this past week, he didn't do anything crazy. Four fantasy points isn't doing anything for you, but the thing to look at is not the two catches for 22 yards, but the nine targets. Ideally, you want to convert on more of those targets. I get it. The offensive line is bad. Bryce Young, he missed him a couple of times, especially for a deep touchdown in this game, but the goal is that if there's more volume, eventually these things will start to come through for you. And this just wasn't a one week thing for John- Jonathan Mingo, because now over the past month of the season he leads this team ahead of Adam Thielen who was somebody seeing a dozen targets a week earlier in the year he leads the team in target share earning 28% of the targets and these are some elite target shares the past two weeks 38% and 28% Bryce Young is just basically looking at Jonathan Mingo and chucking it to him and it makes a lot of sense considering he has the size he has the speed he's not to the same level of a DK Metcalf or AJ Brown with both of those traits but it is still good so in deeper leagues maybe you can stash him for a beneficial matchup that's upcoming in week 17 against the Jaguars. Now let's return to another receiver who's coming out of the buy and because of this he's available in more leagues. People dropped him during his bye week. Available in 60% of leagues. Curtis Samuel who has been maybe the best receiver on this team the past month of the season. The last time we saw him he had 65 yards on five targets in the first half and then what does he do? He gets nothing in the second half because it becomes a blowout. Most of the offenses sat in the fourth quarter in this game against Miami before the bye week but still Curtis Samuel led the receivers in production. And he looks to be the commander's wide receiver one over the last two games producing 165 yards and he's caught 13 of his 15 targets so whether it's early in the game in the first half or in garbage time like a couple of weeks back on thanksgiving against the cowboys curtis samuel is producing and he'll come out of the bye week with a beneficial matchup against the rams heck we just saw everybody zay flowers isaiah likely uh who else oh odell that we talked about in this video all these guys were producing last week against this pretty bad Rams secondary so i'm interested in curtis samuel and i'm also interested in some of these quick hitters that we must talk about and those guys i'm interested in are some quarterbacks that are trending up right now being added in a lot of leagues but still rostered and only only 27% for Jake Browning, even though he's averaging 300 plus yards the past two weeks. And Joe Flacco, who's only rostered in 90% of leagues. He has Jacksonville next week. That's a nice matchup. And he just went for over 300 yards and three touchdowns. I'll also point out Demarcus Robinson. Now, who knows if Tyler Higbee comes back if Robinson loses some work. And when you're sharing snaps with Puka Nakua and Cooper Cup, this is pretty brutal. But Robinson had 10 targets his past game from Matt Stafford. If you don't know, well, now you'll know that Justin Jefferson did injure his ribs and maybe he'll miss a few weeks as Sports MD analysis points out here. If that's the case, you're going to be seeing KJ Osborne need to be added in a lot more leagues because he was averaging over 20% of the targets when Jefferson was out earlier this year. A name that I've mentioned a lot of times just to keep an eye on is Josh Palmer. He's able to come back sometime over the next two weeks off of IR. We'll see if he's able to get back in time for Thursday Night Football. It's a quick week, but if so, this is a guy who's earned seven or more targets in every game without Mike Williams this season. And one more guy to call out. I'm recording this, by the way, before the Monday Night Football game. So if something happens where Jalen Hyatt gets injured or something noteworthy, he has another good game, whatever it is, I think Hyatt is worth adding down the stretch he had that 100 yard game before the bye week he saw his second uh, most usage on the year running the second most routes and this is a type of breakout young rookie player who can maybe get going down the stretch so these are the guys that i think you want to be adding not just for this week to start the fantasy playoffs but also looking ahead with some of these handcuffs other names can be names like elijah mitchell from the san francisco 49ers is maybe the number one handcuff as well and rico Dotto from the dallas cowboys now these guys will help you build a fantasy championship roster but to look for the best matchups this week and those flex options that you want to be playing matchups will help you. This video right here will show you exactly who has the best matchups and who you should be starting once it drops later in the week. Now, if you made it to the end of the video, be sure to sign up for our partners over at PrizePix, where you will get that free bet up to $100. Again, if you're eliminated from the fantasy playoffs, if you only have one team left, or even if you just want to play all the way into the playoffs, yes, the actual NFL playoffs have some actions on the game. This is a perfect way to do so. Click that QR code on the screen or the link in the description below to get signed up now.